hey guys thanks for listening in it's um yeah probably about 12 hours um after the marathon um it's sunday here in doha um, i probably slept about five hours um a couple of things to cover first and foremost is look i the amount of support that i received before like during you know like to my phone and and then on the course and after it was it's really nice and i really mean that like you you've no idea like if it was just for me i'd have probably you know like stopped on the road to doha like it it would it was it was a really tough day for me but like when you have so many people like supporting you and and getting behind you and and you know saying they'll be tuning in or saying they'll be keeping an eye and 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 saying like you know if that i inspire people or that i do these things like it just makes it a little bit bigger than my ego and my feelings so when i was out there and it it was tough and it like for me and this will sound you know it <laughs> It's embarrassing for me because you know I don't I don't train I feel like I train hard and make a lot of decisions with like living in Flagstaff and different things that go on to be just a little bit better than like essentially I ran around the back of the field and um you know picked anybody off that was struggling and and that's fine like I'm okay with that now like I'm okay with that being like as good as I am right now like I I don't make excuses and like if 43rd is where I'm at and you know essentially I'm uh like I don't know 10 seconds off the pace well that's something I've just got to be okay with um but yeah like believe me like it was it was really tough and so um yeah like things like the support and um it just is what keeps me going a little bit on days like that. Like, um, it felt really unfair for me to, you know, not try or for me to like pack it up and walk to the side of the road, which would have been so easy to do. Um, cause it really was not the day for me. <laughs> and I don't know why, like I'm, I'm, I don't know if that's just it, if that's how good I am. Um, yeah, I don't know. Um, I know there's some obvious things that spring to mind, like, you know, it, it wasn't humid. It was really hot, but the humidity was way down. And, and I, like, it's the first time in eight days and while I've been in Doha that the humidity hasn't been over 70%. And it was probably like 50. And I don't know if I was too cautious at the beginning. Um but, but it had been drilled into me all week, you know, like <laughs> it had been drilled home. Do not go off hard. Do not. And so you're kind of just, you know, 10 minutes before the start of the race, like the plan was still to go at 226 pace because it was 10% off, you know, PB. Um, but to be honest with you, the whole build up, I always knew that this is the world champs and like, don't be surprised if, like, people just run really well and really fast. And um, 
and and you just have to be okay with that. Um, that that's the way it goes. This is the world champs. It's not, it's not you know, it's not easy. Um, but it was really tough. There was, you know, I I, I promised myself at about mile twenty that 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 was the last one, you know, and and that's where I got to psychologically. Like, and I'm re- I, you know, I'm almost in tears. People, I am like I'm crying because. I just don't know why it got to there. Like it, it was so hard, and it's so hard to like not be being competitive. But you're working really hard to like, like I just said, like not be competitive. And like I just, I just think I'm better than that. And so I don't know if there was something in the training. Um, I know like already, like we're we're really trying with Under Armour to get like a pair of marathon shoes that it just seemed like everybody was wearing the whole the whole trip in Doha here like it's all been talk about different spikes and shoes and people had pink pink four percents or next percents on people had green ones it seemed I I would say only 15 15 guys in the field didn't have of 73 didn't have these next percents or whatever and you know at Under Armour Under Armour I'm I'm I, I'm always going to be loyal and I'll always wear our shoes because they support me in in life. So running's running, but Under Armour support me in life, and I have a job with Under Armour. And um, but we're still making progress on shoes. So this pair of shoes I wore are kind of like a, I think what we talked about is that they might end up becoming like a 5k racing shoe, but it's just not a marathon shoe. You know, the marathon shoe's not quite ready yet, and. So there's little things that like you know we we need to improve and um anyone that's raced marathons know that shoes are quite important um but that is what it is um from my perspective I think I prepared for a really tough day um a much more humid day and I think I was very surprised that like that it I, it just didn't feel humid and I think it generally wasn't humid. I think that's the point. Like that's what I'm sort of saying. Um, and and look, the the long shot. If you listen back to previous podcasts, it, it was a long shot that, um, the conditions were so brutal that you know, I beat a lot of people that I'm not supposed to beat. So my Garmin says it was ninety one degrees Fahrenheit. Although it says 80% humidity, but I don't think it was. I think it was like 55. My garment does say, oh, is that? Yeah, my garment says feels like 110. It's lying. Don't believe it. Um, anyway, um, yeah, I'm, I'm not. I'm not crying about it anymore. Like I'm over it. You know, you have to. You have to just. I. I. I really like. I told you. I. I told myself at mile 20 that that's it. Like just finish off today and. And there's so many people out here supporting you and, and so many people giving you support on the course and you can still pass people on this last lap. And I promised myself that if I wanted it at the end, that that would be it. And I crossed the line and, you know, I, I poured cold water over my head again and I walked to the little rest area and just sat down and, like, didn't even know I was sad and just felt so sad. And I, and I didn't know why. Like, I didn't. Like, I'm proud of myself. Like, you know, it was any time that you go through, like, a marathon build-up and you train hard and you really put in the work, like, that's the first reason to be proud of yourself before the race even starts. 
you know you've dedicated yourself to something and you've you've dedicated yourself to being better and that's a really good reason to be proud of yourself um and then to go and you know execute a race plan and and sit at the sort of effort that I know I can run a marathon at you can't you can't be like not if it is what it is, you know, I, I've talked about this before, but if you if you ditch your ego, you move it aside and you what like, you know, what what are you sad about? That you that you gave it your all and that you finished and that you you know, you handled the conditions and that you prepared as well as you could and that you executed on the day as well as you could. What the fuck are you unhappy with? You know, it's it's an easy way to look at it, but for whatever reason I think sometimes we get a little bit ahead of ourselves and we are we're thinking from the perspective of where we'd like to be rather than you know where we're at um and and i think from i think that's the case for me like i think i'm in this battle between wanting to be somewhere wanting to be um wanting to be an athlete that i'm that i'm not right now you know wanting to be a competitive athlete wanting to be in the mix a little bit more wanting to be able to go with the lead pack or whatever. And, and I'm not, I mean, that lead pack was huge. I'm not talking like front end lead pack here, like Callum Hawkins, but um, it's not like I expect that. Like, you know, I know how good these guys are and like, I'm a realist too. Like, but it's frustrating because like, I know I'm, I'm very talented at other things in life. And so you know, it's it's difficult for me because I I know I can do great things in other areas in life and not just running. And it seems right now that I really, you know, I, I'm a freelance web developer. If I wanted to tomorrow, I could board a plane to Thailand and sit and build websites and sip on whatever. Like the 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 <laughs> when you can build websites and you can work online, you can do whatever you want, wherever you want. Um. So there's moments of sadness, like I finish and I'm walking away and I'm like, you know, I'm, I'm, is this, you know, it's, it's simple questions, but it's like, is this what I want to be doing? Like, you know, this is the pinnacle. This is the world champs. That's, that's the day that, you know, that's the big one. Like that's the second biggest competition in our sport. Um, and yeah, I mean, like I said, I walked away a bit sad and the people close to me were like angry that I was sad, you know, they were frustrated because I think they were just proud of the effort and proud of the input. And um, I think at the time I was just very emotional and um, I, I didn't even know what position I'd finished at the time, to tell you the truth. Um, and then obviously I was told 43rd, but it's not. I'm not unhappy with 43rd it's it's I'm unhappy with where I'm at and where I want to be you know and the only way to get to that place is to keep going and um I I did an interview I I finished to do an interview with RTE and I I (laughs) you know I started talking and again I I felt like crying and so I said look I'll, I'll have to come back because I just don't want to cry on TV like there's too many people like support me and 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 like maybe do look up to me or like see inspiration in what I'm doing or I I didn't want to cry you know like it's not because I don't think like they were like real tears they were just like raw emotion at the end of a race I'm not sad I'm not like weeping I'm not you know I'm I'm 
I re- maybe like it's not happy tears, but like maybe it's like it's over. You know, it it was a tough build up. It was it was tough thinking about the race. It was there was lots going on. Um, yeah, it was tough. But yeah, like I I so I went back and I did the interview, and I think it's something I've said before on the podcast. But like maybe you know maybe my presence in the sport, like I think results will come. And I think I can go to a world champs and finish higher, you know. You're you're only as good as your last race and you know, if you don't if you don't race anymore or you don't go to another world champs, well then you're forty third in the world. That's it. Um if you go to Eugene in two years time and you, you place higher, then you're higher. If you go to a world half and you place higher, then you're higher. Um and so yeah like the the thing i said to the interview was um and, and it's something i've thought about like you know maybe your presence in the sport or like what what the most people do when it gets tough and it doesn't go the way they want and maybe they're not competitive enough or most people quit you know that's that's the thing to do i don't know how many people will race this weekend similar to me and be disappointed and and tell themselves that they won't do that to themselves anymore. That's enough for that, you know. Um, that's a that's the biggest test for me ever. That was that was without a doubt the hardest race I've ever ran. But just because I wanted it to go better and and it was just tough. Like it was eighty five degrees Fahrenheit, you know. It's, that's not easy. Um, but for whatever reason, I was able to get through it and persist and um yeah come out the other end and so the 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 interview sorry i I lost track of thought um i was talking to david gillick and um you know we we, i i the one thing i mentioned was that you know maybe like my role in this sport is just not to quit like even even when there is bad times and rough times and um you know races don't go the way i want them to like by not quitting you could be inspiring the next kid that could go on to do really good things. Like, you know, I, I have, I have, I don't know how many years left worth of good running in my legs or whatever, but you know, there's a kid in Ireland right now or multiple kids, maybe there's adults too. Um, and you know, you can inspire, you can inspire kids to go on and do really great things and be really successful. And, um then I also think you can inspire adults to like maybe change their life or like do do things that they didn't think they were capable of or all sorts of things um but like what I said to Gillick was like you know <laughs> every senior that I used to know you know for whatever reason whether it was a money thing whether it was a not good enough thing whether it was other people are on drugs thing and you know, everyone just quits, everyone just retires and, you know, and then comes back maybe like a couple of years later and tries again. And if I did that again, if I quit now and in two years time decided, okay, no, this time I'm really, really going to do it properly. You know, one of the things that would hurt me would be time. You can't just stop for two years. And these guys that don't stop think you're just going to beat them. Um, And so that's like, that's really important to me to just to just keep going um and yeah like i i got i got sad i considered you know throwing the tile in a few times um 
I had really bad diaphragm problems, like my breathing was shocking. I kept like going into like this shallow breathing and that certainly didn't help. Um but yeah, really, really interesting. Um but yeah, now I mean <laughs> like gosh, now I guess we turn our attention to trying to make Doha or Tokyo, sorry, and I mean I think I think I need to you know, I've talked about this before, but maybe like I need to train harder. I don't know, more. I'm probably one of the only athletes that was, you know, thinking about a top 10 or top 20, but, you know, doesn't run over 100 mile a week regularly. These guys train hard. All these guys put in work. And um, I think I think I'm doing most of this stuff right. Like, you know, I think I think there's signs of, you know, the living at altitude. And, and I, I think I'm getting half to three quarters of it right but i think there needs to be like something else and another push if like the likes of the olympics were to even even be a like a sniff of it of a reality um and so that that's something i need to think about and look at and um start to think like oh what what could i do more um i, I don't think i raced enough this year um i think i need to race more um, I think there needs to be clear blocks of training um, that's leading to our race um, and then like maybe just some races along the way just thrown in there. Um, I, I, I definitely think there needs to be some more mileage. Um, maybe it's just a couple more double runs, you know, like as I look back at my training, there's there's one there's like there's four days most weeks where I'm not double running. Um, and, and that's a fairly consistent most weeks. There's usually four days that I don't double. And, you know, you, you're looking at like quite comfortably being able to add 10 miles a week there. If you just go and do two, five mile double runs and, um, but I, but it's, it's, you know, I, it, it's taking one of those good long, hard looks in the mirror and saying, this is what it would take to be better. This is what it would take to you know, not feel embarrassed at the back of the field next time. And, and it's not an embarrassment. That I used the wrong term. It just wasn't, <laughs> it's not where I like to be. <laughs> you know, I, in everything I've always done, like whether it was school, playing football or, or whatever, like fucking fighting in school. And I've always been good. I've, I've been used to being the best. Like I've been used to, you know, things came natural to me. Running kills me because it, it, it's just, I think people can beat you that perhaps you don't think should beat you, but, you know, maybe they've done four months of running over 120 or 130 mile a week, and, and that'll do it. And, like, it's not, you can, you can, you can certainly overachieve. Um, and I don't know, maybe did I get complacent, or did I, like, do I rest on the fact that I think I'm pretty talented? And I don't know. Um, but I know that running really frustrates me because of that. Like, and I know now is the time that I, like I said, I need to sit down and, and think like, okay, and I'll sit down with Haas and, you know, the conversations I'll be like, well, like what could we have done better? And, um, I, I know conversations need to happen with Under Armour too about the shoes and that's important. That's really important. Um, but yeah, things need to improve all round. I need to be better. 
um, and we need to figure out how we move in that direction. Um, in terms of when, I don't know. My body feels pretty beat up today, mostly lower leg dominant, and I'd say that could be a shoe thing. Um, I mean, the, like I said, the shoes that I wore are apparently going to be 5K, 10K, so yeah, I'd probably say that lower leg pain and, and tenderness is a shoe thing. Um, I, I need to hydrate well today. I'm probably going to get a little bit of a rub um and and i need to eat i've really been bad at eating after the marathon um so yeah i'm gonna go do that um and yeah can i can i just say thank you to everybody um thanks for you know tuning in and and thanks for the support messages i i i had 45 instagram i probably have more now um I, I think I maybe it's like 50 now. Now I have 48 requests on Instagram. Like, you know, obviously guys I don't follow. And, um, it's all really positive stuff. Um, and so, like, I mean, obviously I, I run for myself. But like I told you guys, when, when the going gets tough and I'm out there and, and you know, days when it's maybe not going as well, then it, it turns to – it'd be really – It'd be really difficult for me to preach about not giving up and preach about like, you know, finding a finding a way to keep going or bullshit like this. You know, like it's not bullshit at all actually, but it would be bullshit if I fucking drop out. Um, and I don't believe in dropping out. Like, I, I like to give my body the option because that's how I am. Because it is an option. I could have flew home a week ago. That was an option too, but it doesn't mean that I'm going to take it. Um. And I do think I'm a tough person. Like, you know, you, you, when I, when, the, when the going gets tough or when, when things are, when shit hits the fan or whatever you want to call it, like, you know, not just in running, but in life, like, I'm not one to run away from a fighter. Um, I just, even given the option, I just, I don't know, stand and fight, you know, and, um, I think that says a lot about you. Like they're the little victories that you, you, nobody can take away from you. Um, nobody can take that away from me that I finished Doha, and I think still like twenty men didn't, even though it wasn't as humid. Like, but nobody can take that away from you. Um, yeah. So there you go. Um, with that, Doha's over. Um, God, that's depressing if 20 men didn't finish. I'm sorry that I said that out loud now because that means I didn't even beat that many people. I felt like I passed quite a lot of people on the last lap though. Yeah, 55 people finished, so I beat 12 people. Well, look at the end of the day, it's 12 people that could have beat me. So, um, yeah, I mean, I looked at the guys around me and they've all ran like, I don't know, 213, 214. 212 etc etc you know they're they're good runners um so you know other people had pretty tough days too you certainly weren't alone like you know there's an american 213 11 finished a few places behind me and uh, you know i looked at a belgian 213 and there's a japanese guy there 211 a couple of 214 guys 213 i think you're just finishing where where you're supposed to finish and the tough pill to swallow is that you wanted to be higher. Um and and yeah, that's just the way it is. Um I maybe I, I don't know what the 
I don't know what the equivalent of that result is. Um, you know, the top guys, I mean, I'm looking at, apart from Callum, the top six there have all ran 2-3, 2-4. Um, and I'm about 10 minutes behind, 11 minutes behind. So I don't know what it means in terms of comparisons or relevant to anything else, but it's not it's not just why I run, you know. The performance side of it is 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 what it is and you can't sometimes I finish a race and then get all huffy and stroppy and think about retiring because of the the, the performance element. I, I gain so much out of running, like confidence and like security in myself and happiness and drive and, and all lovely things like this. Just just by running, you know, it's absolutely mad that, um, and it would be absolutely mad to throw something like that away. It it really would irrelevant to performance, you know. Like performance is sexy and it's great, but yeah, there's other there's other cool things going on in life. Um, so yeah, look, I'm still Irish champ, and nobody can take that away from me. Um. I'm glad I did that now because I'd be really depressed if I didn't and I literally wouldn't have raced since, I don't know, probably like Houston all the way through. To I beat a few of the guys that beat me at Philadelphia half, which was good. Uh, a couple of Americans or one American maybe. At least that was a, a, a move forward. Um, but yeah, sorry, I'm, I'm, I'm dabbling and I'm boring people now. Um, so yeah, look, I'm, I'm going to focus on recovery. Um, drink my water, get a bit of a flush at some point. I'm going to book an Uber straight after this and go eat. Um, and yeah, like you move on. Um, later on today, I'll be packing my bags and we'll be up out of here. That's how fast it happens, you know. But yeah, appreciate you guys supporting me and, and thanks for tuning in today to listen and um, have a good day.